we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 29th, 2018. And um, just a couple updates. The first one, and this is kind of the way it just worked out with, with my, um, uh, the way I structured today's study. I didn't really plan it this way, but it's a good, it would have been better to have it at this, the start of this part because we're kind of starting a fresh subject. Um, wanted to give out my alternate email address in case people have tried to email me and let's say it doesn't get through. I think there's been a lot of censorship of the emails I've been sending out, the newsletters I've been sending out. I think it's been kind of a gradual thing. I also know that, um, like, there's just a lot of weird, glitchy stuff with my own email, the Dr. Johnson, uh, Dr. Johnson at ix.netcom.com address. <clears throat> that, it just had a lot of really weird, glitchy things increasingly going on. And the reason I'm reluctant to totally get rid of that email address is because I've literally had that ever since I've been on the internet, going back into, like, I guess the 90s, late 90s. And it's almost like having a street address where kind of everybody knows that you're at. And I'm reluctant just to cancel the email address because that is the only email address that's been associated with me for literally, you know, two decades. So if somebody then tries to get email that address, then they can't get a hold of me at all if I shut it down. So this is an alternate email address if you're not getting through to me contending for truth just one word um and it's the four it's not the letter four it's the spelled out f-o-r contending for truth just like the web our website contending for truth at fastmail f-a-s-t-m-a-i-l dot f-m which is fastmail um so it's not dot com it's dot f-m as in fast mail okay so i'll say that one more time contending for truth at fast mail one word dot f m as in fast mail now don't use that as my primary address if you have a problem only use this in case like you've been emailing me or whatever and i never reply to you that type of thing anyway i just wanted to throw that out there now next thing i've never done this before but I am trying to clear my shelf space for the new product lines that I'm bringing in. And um, I am offering now a 50% off sale on select clinical nutritional supplements that I carry. The vast majority of what I'm going to be listing here, I'm just going to try to go through this as quick as I can, is standard process and MediHerb. Uh, if you go and try to buy any of these products on Amazon, which, which is about the only place you can get them other than getting under a doctor's care or somebody, a licensed healthcare professional, which a lot of people don't want to do that. Uh, the only place you're going to do that is typically Amazon, and Amazon shouldn't be doing it at all. It's against standard process policy. And you're going to pay double to triple. I've even seen quadruple up there. I'm literally offering these at 50% below retail. So you will never, ever see a deal like this on the internet, ever. I'm only going to do this this one time. It, once this inventory is gone, it's gone. And I, I, like I said, I, I back in, no, I probably made the announcement back in March or April where I was not going to be able to carry the line anymore. There was a lot of reasons for that. 
I have a whole Word doc that gets into that. I'm not going to go through all that now. I don't want to take up a lot of time for the study on this, but I'm going to list these and just give a brief description of what each one does and then move on to the next, and then we're going to move on to the next part of the study. Uh, some of these products are by the, quote, best use date. There's a best use date on the standard process products and on the Mediherb, and all that is is put there is for FDA purposes to appease the FDA. It doesn't mean that they're expired and they're no good or anything like that. Just they're by the best use date. Not, the majority of them are not, but some of them are. Uh, and they're perfectly fine to take. Anyway, I take them all the time. Stuff that goes by and they work just as good. So on the standard process, I'm just going to list what I have and the quantity and a brief description of what it does and move on to the next one. First product I have is Allerplex, 150 count bottle. I have one of them. That's basically for environmental allergies. Uh, second one, black currant seed oil. I have one of them. These are all standard process, okay, which is just a really good essential oil. Uh, I have two 90 count calcium lactate by standard process, really good for well, a number of different reasons, a highly assimilatable calcium. I have two of them. Uh, now, I list, I'm not going to go over the price, but I list the price here in the PDF for January 29, 2018, and you can just take 50% off whatever price is listed. Like, for instance, on the first product I said, it was Allerplex, it retail price lists for 28 I will be selling that for um, 14 okay, which is half the retail. You go up on the uh, Amazon, and you're going to probably pay double, triple, whatever for that. So, uh, I have one 90-count Calma Plus, which is the calcium for parathyroid and loose teeth protocols. Uh, I have one 90-count Cataplex ACP, which is the one I would give typically for gum, gum issues and for uh, uh, if infection was involved. Cataplex ACP, I have one of those. One Cataplex F, 90-count which enhances it's basically a really like a really good flax in a tablet form i have three cayenne pepper 150 count really good for circulation you just got to be careful i normally with cayenne pepper capsules i normally tell people take it with a meal and i wouldn't do more than one probably more than one a day these aren't like the kind that tear your stomach up but with cayenne you got to be careful i found that when i personally took like two a day, I had to be a little careful because it's it's powerful, very powerful. So I have three 150-count bottles of that. Circuplex, I have one bottle of that, 150-count. That's their best overall product just for circula circulation, uh, blood circulation in the body. Um, I have one Cyruta Plus, 90-count, which is for the gums. If infection is not involved, it's a very, very good bioflavonoid. I have one cruciferous complete 90 count. Uh, the main product I give this for is macular de degeneration. It's a very good antioxidant. It's it's also like a really good one for the liver. It's a greens product for the liver as well. I have one 90 count and one 360 count of the Drenamin, which was my go-to product for the adrenals before I've switched over to the other lines. It's just the best overall standard process product has for adrenal health. I have one Epimune epi immune um bottle 90 count which is their one of their newer ones for um 
immune system functions. Very, very good for that. I have one of those. I have one small bottle and one large bottle of the Farafood, which was Standard Process's go-to pro product for iron, uh, the iron in a food base. Okay, uh, I've, but I wasn't even using this one before I had switched over to the innate uh, their iron response, uh, which was also food food based. But this is a good one as well. I have one Ginkgo Synergy, which is their uh, product for blood flow to the brain, thinking, short-term memory. I have one of those. I have two hypothalamus PMG products, 60 count. Uh, hypothalamus, you're dealing with temperature regulation in the body. You're dealing with um, the hunger mechanism. You're dealing with metabolism. Uh, it's one of the main products I would use with any seizure protocol. I have two Iplex which is their over best overall product for the eyes. Okay, just for eye health. I have two of those 150 count bottles. I have three mammillary PMG 90 count, which is the go-to product for anything related to breast tissue with women. Sore breasts, tender breasts, you're not lactating enough if you're pregnant. Not to say that it's the only thing I would do, but it is the base product you'd use in any breast case for a woman. Uh, I have two Mintrain, 330 count, really, really good product for children um, and for ADHD, um, anything like that, ADD, ADHD, it's, it's kind of like a match, it's, it stands for, it's called Mintran. it's Mineral Tranquilizer is what it's short for, and it doesn't tranquilize you like a Prozac or getting hit with a Tranq dart, but I mean, it just kind of smooths you out and in 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 it's very very good i've had seen really really goals, good results with children so i have two 330 count bottles of that i have one neurotrophin pmg just a general glandular uh for rebuilding the brain neurotrophin pmg i have two niacinamide b6 40 count that's a very big niche product it's it's a good whole food source of niacin with b6 commingled with it uh, could be used in carpal tunnel cases where B6 is indicated, and it has a lot of other uses too. Um, but I don't want to take up a lot of time going over all these. I have two Orchic PMG, which is any testicular case or where you're trying to raise testosterone. I have two 90 count bottles of that. I have six Osterplex, 40 count. That is standard processes shotgun go-to product for any osteoarthritic case anything anybody has osteoarthritis and you're going to do one thing if you have a standard process product uh, protocol you're going to do osteoplex um i have three parotid pmg which is 90 count parotid pmg uh for any if you think you might have been poisoned in the past or have any kind of heavy metal issues in the body uh, if you have any kind of salivary issues, parotid PMG for that. I have three of those. I have three prostate PMG, 90 count, which you do this for any kind of where you're suspecting prostate cancer, prostate issues. It's not the only thing that I would do for sure for a prostate case. Like it's not going to do a whole lot like if you're on, uh, if you take like a saw palmetto, that's going to really affect benign prostate hypertrophy the enlargement of the prostate and these types of things but the prostate pmg would kind of supercharge any protocol you're doing for the prostate i have three of those i have three ribonucleic acid um 90 count bottles from standard process um 
ribonucleic acid. Uh, Supercharged, it, it charges up the cerebellum of the brain, which has a lot to do with balance issues. Um, it can help you think clearer. Uh, if I've used it many times, if I get up on a ladder and I feel shaky, I'll take a, I'll take a ribonucleic, I'll crush it under my tongue, crush it in my mouth, put it under my tongue with some peppermint oil because it doesn't taste that great. And when I go, I mean, literally, it's like seconds later, you can go up a ladder and, and you're, you feel so much more solid. It, it, it's that quick. Uh, ribonucleic acid, I have three of them. I also have that. In, in these products I'm listing, I have comparable replacements in the new lines I've brought in. Okay. But again, I'm just trying to clear shelf space at this point. So that's why I'm offering these at 50% off. Okay. I have three Rumaplex, which is... Rumaplex is the go-to shotgun product for rheumatoid arthritis. It has like five or six different products in one pill for rheumatoid. I have three of that. Just like Osterplex has five or six products in one capsule for osteoarthritis. So I have three Rumaplex, 40-count bottles. Uh, I have one Spanish Black Radish, 80-count, which is their overall intestinal detoxifier liver intestinal detoxifier it's one of those ones that you can do along with it i have six spleen pmg products 90 count which is your best overall spleen support rebuilder that standard process has spleen is where you know a ton of the blood is actually made and recycled in the body it's very very important for the immune system i have two 90 count and one 360 count bottles of simplex f Simplex F is like the best overall glandular product for any female endocrine case for females. So I have two small and one large on that. And then I have one large and one small Simplex M, which is the male equivalent of that male endocrine support, standard process glandular. I have one Thymex, which is um, short, quick-acting immune system support that helps support the thymus gland, which has a lot to do with your immune system. I have one Thymus PMG, which is more of a long-term thymus rebuilder. Um, I'm just adding this in. Uh, product. So I have uh, one of those as well. I have one Eutrophin PMG. Uh, very, very good for any uterine case, um, cramping uh, for women that have menstrual cycle issues, uh, eutrophin PMG, 90 count, uh, have one of those. I have eight wheat germ oil, 60 count, really, really good one for any, almost enhancing almost all hormonal patterns, where whether it's male or female, it's very, very good for athletes, uh, just a really good overall product eight of those 60 count bottles i have one zymix 2 150 count which is the main and really only product standard process has for any parasite case when the majority of people are walking around and they do have parasites um, this one works enzymatically now the product you take with it that i always did because i just felt like you needed both times is and i'll switch now those are all the standard process those are all done mediherb which is the sister company to standard process which makes incredibly high quality herbs they all come out of australia and they they all tend to be very expensive because 
of all the stuff they do to process it, and also, I believe, because of the whole thing coming here from Australia. Um, so I never promoted these as much because they were really expensive, and um, uh, I like to rely on whole food supplements primarily, start people with those, and then if needed, I would add in herbals. All of these are herbals from Mediherb, and also the cost was an issue, but you can get them half price here. So um, you take Zymex 2, which is any parasite case, you take that with Wormwood Complex, which is the herbal equivalent of Zymex 2. It kills the parasites from an herbal standpoint, and the Zymex 2 kills it from an enzymatic standpoint. So it's a really good combination. So I have two Wormwood Complex from Mediherb. Uh, I have one Albizia Complex from Mediherb, 40 count. That's for any allergy case. Can be a dramatic effect there if, if it's needed. Um, I have two 40 count and one 120 count Boswellia Complex, which is was one of my best anti-inflammatory. I've got really good replacements now. In fact, I had already implemented those. Um, but very, very good anti-inflammatory pain supplement, herbal. Okay. Uh, I have one Bronch Effect, which is any basically like uh, any lung case where you've had a lot of inflammation and um, congestion, bronch effect, I have one of those, 40 count. I have four cranberry complex, which is Mediherb's best supplement for any urinary tract infection. Uh, really, really good for that. But, I mean, like this stuff, it's just, the reason I didn't promote it is, I mean, they're just, they're expensive, you know, but now you can get them at half off, so it's a lot more manageable. So the cranberry complex, which has the cranberry and like three other things for the urinary tract and the kidneys. I have three horse chestnut from Mediherb, which is one of my best, it's the best herbal supplement I had for um, uh, strengthening the veins. You would add that into a really, really bad hemorrhoid case. If, if colonsonia root and detoxing the liver wasn't all that they needed, you could do it in a varicose vein case. It's for strengthening that, and it's also good for, um, I, I also believe, for uh, detoxing the liver. I have two Neviton bottles, 30 count, which is a really good herbal, like, comative type of thing. Um, I have one St. John's Wort, 40 count, another option for, like, somebody that might be on Prozac. You're trying to take them off Prozac. You might want to try St. John's Wort. You got to, the thing with herbs is everybody reacts differently. Whole food you know, you never, usually everybody can take those, but different people act differently, react differently to different herbs. So, but it's a good one for that. It also um, is very, very good at inhibiting viral replication, St. John's wort. Um, it doesn't allow the viruses to replicate. So any viral case, you could add that in and really help that. Uh, okay, and then we're done with that. Standard process for pets. They have a really, really good pet line, but it was very expensive, and I didn't promote it that much as a result. I have one Antronex for pets, which basically, if they have any kind of alert allergy problems, really, really good one for that. And I have one canine immune support, the large bottle. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. And then I have some other lines, um, and I'm almost done here. One water balance, which is my, was, it was previously my, my best product I had for, as a natural diuretic. Okay. Um, very, very good 60 count, but the, the, I just felt like the price was getting out of control with, with this. Um, 
but you can get it for half price. One NAC 60 count bottle, you'd have to know what that is. Uh, one, two, what they call spaz out, and I know that's weird, but it's it's it was a great product I had for muscle spasms. Any muscle spasm case, you could just do this product. I have two of those. I have, and some of this is my supplier, my main supplier now, discontinued some of their lines so i couldn't get these products anymore but i believe and this is why this last year i've done more research on product lines seeing what is comparable what is better what is something i could bring in to replace these lines i already had it's all been out of my control um but um that's one of those ones where they discontinued the the uh, the product it's not the company went out of business just my supplier discontinued that line so spaz out, have two of those for muscle spasms. I have two whole food bone and calcium gummies. And I think I might be getting the gummies back. I don't know, but I saw them uh, elsewhere. I'm pretty sure that, that they're available now, but I, I got to check with my supplier and I did email them, but I haven't had a chance to check my emails yet. So I have two whole food bone and calcium gummies, basically like any kind of osteoporosis or case where you want to build that up i have one liposomal methyl b12 sprays for energy i have one estro benefits uh which is if you've got too much estrogen in the body whether male or female it's a great product for that estro benefits i've switched over to the douglas lab one i'm using that primarily now um i have three dmso 99 percent eight ounce bottles uh, it's not the it's not the pharmaceutical grade okay that you can find on um ebay okay but it's still a good one if you just want to do um like just for like some topical uses and things of this nature this is still good it's the one i use for years so i have three of the dmso 99.9 percent eight ounce bottles and uh, the last one is I have two Fleabane Kaniza oil. What that is, is if you have a child, it's the only time I would really use it, if you had a child and they weren't growing, the best protocol I know of would be to do this Fleabane Kaniza essential oil, 15 milliliters, um, with the um, Cytozyme PTHPT which is the product that I've got. It's a dual-purpose product, and it has the best glandulars I know of for pituitary and hypothalamus, which are the key to triggering growth, making sure those two glands in the brain are functioning properly. If you do it with this Fleabane Kaniza, you're... I, I've seen some amazing stuff with this, with, with like uh, early teenagers and that. So I have two of the of those left. Now the other product I mentioned, the Cytosine, the Cytosine PTHPT, which stands for pituitary hypothalamus, that's in my that's in my new line that I brought in, but it's very reasonable as well. But that's the product protocol you do if, if somebody's not growing and they need to grow. Um, all right, done there. Got through that. Uh, let's go further. Science being ignored as deaths from flu continue to mount among mass flu vaccinated population media reports are coming in reporting high rates of deaths due to the flu and the majority of those dying from the flu have been vaccinated well of course of course and the ones that do die that weren't vaccinated were most likely um infected 
because they had a poorly functioning immune system coupled with the fact that you've got these vaccinated populations going out and acting as vectors to spread this genetically modified weaponized flu and their immune systems are not capable of dealing with it it's why so many elderly people drop dead in retirement homes when they are well in general though but in retirement homes in particular when they're given the flu shots every year and they know we're gonna have a whole bunch of beds that free up it's well known in the retirement home industry we're gonna have a whole bunch of beds that free up when they come in and give the flu shots i mean it's just like okay it's you know total genocide basically but you know, I guess it's okay. I mean, I don't hear a mass outcry out about it, but um, it's well known in that industry. So <sighs> anyway, the flu shot is not without severe risks. Risks that routinely are censored in the corporate mainstream media. And this is you mentioning the potential for microchips that I talked about earlier. Uh, some of these risks include paralysis from Guillain-Barre syndrome, chronic shoulder pain from Serva, s-i-r-v-a and death it is by far the most dangerous vaccine in america well i mean that might be debatable but you know it's pretty bad next report death death is now again spiking straight up from january's flu epidemic uh with months left to go in the 2018 flu season the u.s has already hit an unfortunate ben benchmark as shown in the flu map below and you can click on the link if you want for the first time in the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention's 13 years of influenza monitoring, every state in the continental U.S. has seen widespread virus activity. Again, all by design. The U.S. is experiencing such an active flu season that the CDC held a special briefing on the topic last week, explaining that there is an uptick in both confirmed cases of the disease and the hospitalizations related to it this year. The flu is so widespread, in fact, that the agency has declared it to be an epidemic. Everyone's talking, and rightly so, about this year's flu season, which is on its way to becoming the worst in 15 years. The news is full of stories about hospitals resorting to tents to accommodate the influx of patients and the parents dealing with school closings in nearly every state in the worst years in the u.s alone the flu season causes up to 36 million infections three quarters of a million hospitalizations and 56,000 deaths um an interviewed md said let there be no mistake in a severe pandemic the u.s healthcare system could be overwhelmed in just weeks hospitals and clinics would be forced to turn away millions of patients Critical medications and care would not reach people in time. Millions of people in every state would be felled by the virus, and hundreds of thousands, including newborn babies, toddlers, and older adults, would die in weeks and months following the initial outbreak. Well, that's if you're just totally trusting blindly in the medical pharmaceutical cartel, which want to kill you off anyway. Uh, the GDP in the United States would plummet as much as $2 billion or more. Um, so we have that. Then there's headlines, new flu strains on the way, could get worse. Another headline, California hospitals are a war zone. Set up, they're setting up tents to treat it. I had got this from a listener named Rebecca. And um, she said, I've had this flu since December 23rd, and no doctors want to get me in. They are full with flu patients. Yes, this is the nastiest flu I have ever had. It wants to run from one part of your body to the next up and down the scale. This info helps. I, I think I even got this early, I don't know, probably two or three months ago, potentially. Uh, a couple months, maybe. I mean, it, the thing is, is even though my immune system is by far my weakest link in my chain, 
and it was the reason I got into alternative health. I've said that story many times. Uh, it never really got into me where I was like, oh, I'm bedridden, I can't, I never, never, never got to that point. I was fully functional. I just wasn't feeling great. And I could not believe the amount of supplementation I had to throw at this thing in order to knock it out of my system. And I had kind of knocked it out initially and I backed off on the supplementation and then I worked out really hard, like, I don't know, it was like on a Thursday and I had backed off on the supplementation. I worked out really hard. I'm trying to recollect this. And then it just came back with a vengeance on like Friday. And I'm like, what? I thought I got rid of this. And But these are weaponized, I believe, genetically modified strains. And they're using the vaccinated population. You have to understand, all the vaccines they got in times past count as well. You know what I mean? So, so you've got these massively vaccinated populations. You've also got the chemtrails overhead which could be literally spreading this and spraying this or acting as what they call a binary vector, meaning you get the vaccine and then you breathe in the chemtrails and then all of a sudden then it just activates this thing. Who knows what they're doing? And then you got all the Wi-Fi and all the other stuff trying to nail our immune systems as well. Um, but I knew, had I not been on that level of supplementation, I would have absolutely either died or been in the hospital. That's how I felt. I felt it was that strong that had I not, like, let's just say I'd done nothing or just done bare minimum, I would have been in the hospital or dead. Because I'm not, my immune system is not that great anyway. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, this stuff's no joke. Um, then she says, This info helps, and I have a bit of a week of a heart, and I have palpitation issues, and this flu has made this worse. Um, Somebody posted this the other day I'd seen, and it's called Natural Remedy for the Flu Over-the-Counter Hydrogen Peroxide. And they're saying once you feel that first tickle in your throat, do uh, like three or four, five drops of hydrogen peroxide in one ear, let it bubble and bubble and fizzle for a little while, and then do it in the other. That is a good thing to do. I'm not saying that's not something you should do. I don't think that that's the whole enchilada. I mean, if you have somebody that's has really low tissue calcium levels and they're really really low on vitamin c because we make, can't manufacture it in the body and they're run down and their adrenals are burned out i don't think the hydrogen peroxide is going to be enough especially with the virulency of these weaponized flu strains they're releasing but it is one thing you can add into your arsenal and it's incredibly cheap you don't have to even use the um food grade hydrogen peroxide uh, which is what I recommend only if you're going to take it internally. But if you're just going to... Now, remember, if you've got holes in your eardrums, you don't want to do this. Okay? Like you had swimmers here as a kid and they had to put holes or drain your ears or whatever. You, you, you're kind of like not... It's really not an option for you. But anyway, i give you the link to that. Okay, let's go ahead and play this. This is another... I'm going to play about 10 minutes of this. It's called Flu Biological Warfare Attack. It is from Deborah Tavares again. And... Um, We'll see what her, her take is on this. It's just a little more info for us. Hello, this is Deborah Tavares with StopTheCrime.net. This is an emergency broadcast to let everyone know that is listening that this flu season that has spread through the United States is a biological warfare that has been induced upon us. So I'm going to talk to you about that now, read to you what the uh, media is telling us, and then talk to you about the ways in which we know it's a biological warfare. 
Okay, so it is very important for you to understand that the Center for Disease Control is an agency whose purpose and sole purpose is to support vaccinations for big pharma. The CDC has been caught altering data on the MMR vaccine that causes autism, as leaked by whistleblowers within the CDC. Please watch the YouTube Vaxxed. The article you, I am going to read to you below is misleading the public because we are an agency network of corporations and we are being deceived and this is a genocide program. So here's what the article is telling us. 2018 flu season is shaping up as one of the worst in years, officials are telling us. The entire continental United States is experiencing widespread flu right now. The first time in 13 years of the current tracking system that has this has happened according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. There's no prevention about anything with the Center for Disease Control. They are a genocide agency working for Big Pharma. Amen. Officials said that the flu season is shaping up to be one of the worst in recent years. The rate of flu hospitalizations and the number of people hospitalized with the flu per 100,000 nearly doubled last week. They go on to tell us that the latest data for the, for the week ending June 6th of 2018 suggests the season may have peaked right now, the CDC's director told reporters last Friday. But she warned that many more people will be infected before the season is over. There's a difference between an active flu season when a large number of people get sick and a severe season when numbers of people hospitalized for flu or who die from the infection is usually high. It can be hard to tell in real time where a flu season will fall in the severity scale because sometimes reports of influenza, hospitalization, and deaths, especially deaths among children, lag. That being said, this year is starting to look like a severe season for flu and maybe more severe than last year, which was also bad said the head of the CDC's influenza division. There's lots of flu in lots of places. Recently, there's been an uptick in activity by another influenza, and they talk about various viruses in this article, and they talk about warning that even if the season appears to have peaked, flu viruses will circulate for weeks to come, and people should continue to take precautions against getting infected. People over the age of 65 are being hospitalized for flu this season more than any other population. They're targeting that population they for wanna, genocide. They want to kill them off. Even people age 50 to 64 are being hospitalized in large numbers. Flu often hits the ends of age spectrum more than the middle, and that's the case this year as well. A grim tally may continue to rise in coming weeks of deaths. Officials feared that the flu vaccine may not work particularly well this season, but it appears to be faring slightly better than expected. Preliminary testing by the CDC suggests the vaccine is probably more protective than it was in Australia during its 2017 winter. The Australian interim estimate suggested uh, that the vaccine was was the main virus that was able to affect the H3N2 was the main virus that during their most recent winter 
was only about 10% effective. Only 10% effective. That means... But, you know, how do you equate that, though, that all the people getting the flu shot, or so many people getting the flu shots, feel sick afterward. They have all kind of pain at the injection site for days on end. They get the flu after they get it. So how can you say it's 10% effective when so many people that are getting it are actually getting that exact flu and then they're giving it to other people? I, that's just lies, if you, if you ask me. It doesn't work, you know. If 100 people got the flu shot and all were exposed to the HNN2 viruses, only 10 would have been protected. That's a lie. Again, only 10 out of 100 would have been protected with the vaccine. That's according to what they're saying, and even those sorry statistics is what all they can really lie about admitting to, even though it's a lie. I mean, it's, it's, it's sorry. I mean, this is some sorry, and yet people still are just blindly getting these things. They go on to say that it looks more like the H3N2 portion of the vaccine is performing here like it did last year when it was 34% effective at preventing Another gigantic lie, 34%. Total lies. It's a well-known fact that for decades these things, I mean, not only they are loaded with aluminum, I mean, you get three consecutive flu shots and your risk of Alzheimer's just literally goes through the roof. You've got all these elderly populations with dementia, Alzheimer's, and all these neuro diseases aluminum has an incredible infinity for the affinity for the brain then you've got them chemtrailing the aluminum and nano-sized particles then you've got the aluminum they're adding into the food stuff and you've got all these horrific sites it's literally most likely changing our dna from a molecular standpoint there's a very high likelihood there's microchip implants involved and they're claiming some 34 last year what what they're they're liars this is like going to satan and expecting an honest story i don't even know why she's reading this portion Unfortunately, that's about on par for the flu shots H3N2 component, which is the weak link of flu vaccine. The CDC should have interim data on the question of vaccines effectiveness in the second half of February of 2018. Now understand, this is a fingerprintless scattering of bioweapons on the American population. Now, I have had this vetted with higher-ups, and it's conclusive, conclusive this is part of the genocide program and the Rothschild and Rockefeller assault to um, transform the United States by all kinds of weapons systems, not only economic, but um, attacks with flus as well. So I wanted to read to you some of the um, sections out of the NASA war plan. This will be linked under this broadcast. And on StopTheCrime.net, which reveals the following and is being executed by the U.S. Air Force, DARPA, the CIA, FBI, Southern Command, Atlantic Command, Australian Department of Defense, and many others are involved in the NASA war plan. On page 51, it talks about the use of a fingerprintless scattering of bioweapons for war, war strategies and what they're doing here in this country. They talk about bacteriological viruses fatal to disabling short to long-term scales undetectable and binary means two-part system so they're using undetectable binary assaults on us as well okay remember what i said about binary binary means two you guys have tertiary meaning there's like three four you know you could have different kinds of this 
and it's about you get the vaccination you walk outside you inhale the chemtrail filled air you go home and you drink the fluoridated water who knows else what's in it and all of these things are working together to and there's triggering components in them where it's not like they want people getting the flu shot and dropping dead in the parking lot they want it to be more subtle so what they're going to do is have other things they're doing to try to kill us off um that that's the way it happens so it's it's so it's so much harder to blame the flu shot when you might die five days later because you had enough chemtrail exposures or enough exposures to i don't know gmos or or whatever or emfs or the emfs i think she even gets into here can also be a triggering thing so this is you know satan is the most subtle beast of the field according to the bible and the bible talks about that in, in genesis and this is why they want this to be fingerprintless, meaning, oh, you can't pin it on us. We're There's nothing you can really pin it to there, because there's so many factors at play. Unless you've actually researched this, you're never going to know. They talk about, on page 52, that uh, airborne varieties of Ebola and Lassa, etc., this is germ warfare. We and they are engaged on ger with germ warfare on the American population long-term fingerprintless campaign as opposed to shock and awe these are bio weapons note the silent weapons system for a quiet war is fully engaged now they'll bring on the shock and awe at some point they'll bring on that order out of chaos but if they can incrementally like a frog slow slow boiling a frog in water you start them out lukewarm and you slowly turn that up they can incrementally kill us through all of these other means and dumb us down and create a sick population that's apathetic, then when they implement the shock and awe and the order out of chaos, we're going to be a sorry vessel to try to fight back. That's what their plan is. I'm not saying that's what my listers are. I'm saying that's what their plan is. And I think for the most part, you can look at society and realize, unfortunately, they've come a long way in that plan. Page 53 of the NASA war document, uh, talks about use of existing biocomitives and infection, an ideal for incapacitating people, as well as this being weaponized by the U.S. and the USSR in the 50s and the 60s, easily transmitted via aerosol. So we know that the overhead spraying program and weather manipulation programs are also being used for the dispersions of viruses as well. We know that. It's highly infectious uh, okay so what can you do about that part well if they're spraying overtly out okay from what i've seen and I, I just saw this start last week it takes about 12 to 24 hours once they start spraying to for that to get to the ground okay whatever they're spraying it does get to the ground that's been documented um and so if you know they're spraying you look out it's much safer for you to not even if it's a nice day to not have the windows open during that time um maybe it means running your ac a little bit more uh, or vice versa or whatever but as far as what you don't want to do is like put your like let's say you have some type of central fan on that that, that circulates all the air uh, through the AC system, but it's pulling you. If you open the windows, it's just pulling it, all the air from the outside in. You probably don't want to do that on, you know, 
times where they're chemtrailing in uh, anywhere from 12 to 24 hour periods. I think rain clears a lot of this, th this stuff out a lot quicker, okay, once it rains. But that's something to bear in mind because you never, you know, you don't want to be sucking this stuff into the house and just breathing it in. Another thing is if you're in your car and you see them chemtrailing or, or let's say they chemtrailed 12 hours ago or whatever, um, 12 to 24 hours in your suspect, if you want to err on the side of safety, what you want to do is there's that little button on your AC and it'll, it'll say, it'll show, it'll show a little thing where the air is like coming back it's in that's the recirculate button meaning that's going to recirculate the air that's in the car it's not going to pull air from the outside if that if that button is on it's going to recirculate the air that's in the car that is the button you should have on if you're running the ac or really the really the heater as well well really more the ac the reason is is if you've already got cooled air in your car you don't want to pull in outside air and have to recool it. The AC unit's going to have to work even harder. But if the a, if you're already if you're just recirculating that AC air, number one, the AC unit's not going to work as hard, and you're and number two, you're not going to be pulling in all that chemtrail air into the and that's the most important. Make sure your cabin air filter. You're changing that at some intervals. Now I'm not saying that's going to take out all the chemtrails, but it is some level of protection. Okay, and those things can get gnarly if you don't do that, just so you know. So if you go and, and let's say you get your car serviced or whatever, and you're, you know, you're due to get that cabin air filter replaced, do it. Because, I mean, it, it does get out. I and mean, if you've ever seen those things and they pull them out, they're doing something. Because there's a lot of gunk in there, at least the ones I've seen and the ones I've changed out. Um, so that recirculate button, I've been meaning to say this for a long time, is important. Okay, um, if it's during the winter and they're chemtrailing, you know, you want to make sure that your recirculate button is on and then just set the just set the thermostat to whatever in the car, whatever's comfortable. And then it's just going to circulate that air in there. So I'm going to be pulling it from the outside. And you're not going to be breathing in all the chemtrails. So those are two easy things you can do both in your house and in your vehicle. And obviously, if they're chemtrailing, you know, don't have the windows down, you know. You're going to have to like just work with what the in, within the parameters that I just said, and you're going to reduce your exposure a lot. So let's go forward. Uh, they say that a one to five day incubation, three week recovery, tested on humans in Operation White Coat, which we're going to discuss in a moment. No treatment available. Now, I'm going to read some of the information from the Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, which is an op operational research technical manual and a declaration of war and genocide on the global population. So on page six of Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, this is what it says. In 1954, this was the issue of primary concern, although the so-called moral issues were raised in view of the law of natural selection. It was agreed that a nation or world of people who will not use their intelligence are no better than an animal so that does not have intelligence. Such people are beasts of burden and stakes on the table by choice and consent. On page 7 of the Silent Weapons System, it says, In interest of the future, world order, peace, and tranquility, it was decided to privately wage a quiet war against the American public with an ultimate objective of permanently shifting 
the natural and social energy or the wealth of the undisciplined and irresponsible many into the hands of the self-disciplined responsible. See, they're 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 laughing at the people that are just going along with all these plans and not like you know just it's just implementing and trusting the medical pharma cartel and you know all the news networks and all these other things. They're basically calling them undisciplined. And, and all of these things that, they're, that are being done to them for their own destruction, they're willingly going along with it. Worthy few. In order to implement this objective, it was necessary to create, secure, and apply new weapons, which, as it turned out, was a class of weapons so subtle and sophisticated in their principle of operation and public appearance as to earn for themselves the name of silent weapons. The public cannot comprehend this weapon and therefore cannot believe that they are being attacked and subdued by a weapon. We are all being attacked and subdued by these weapons. The public might instinctively feel that something is wrong, but that is because of the technical nature of the silent weapon. They cannot express their feelings in a rational way or handle the problem with intelligence. Therefore, they do not know how to cry for help and do not know how to associate with others to defend themselves against this weapon. When a silent weapon is applied gradually, the public adjusts and adapts to its presence and earns and learns to tolerate its encroachment on their lives until the pressure, psychological and economic, become too great and they crack up. Therefore, the silent weapon system is a type of biological warfare. It attacks the vitality, options, and mobility of the individuals of a society by knowing, understanding, manipulating, and attacking their sources of natural and social energy and their physical, mental, and emotional strengths and weaknesses. Now, so there you have it. I mean, uh, I mean, it's all out on the table. It's all out in the open now. Um, you know, the gloves are off basically, and this is just becoming more and more common knowledge which is which is great uh, but you're seeing who you're seeing who we're dealing with now some comments below this flu video that we we're just listening to from deborah Tavares, and you can listen to the full thing uh i give you the link here and this one lady says deborah you're quite a lady i work in the healthcare industry and i see so much of this blankety blank it's unbelievable i know Physicians that will not take a flu shot. I know all kinds of nurses, phlebotomists, staff of all kinds that will not take it. Another lady says, I'm an RN and I understand the dangers of vaccines. I absolutely, I absolutely refuse to take them and I educate people about their dangers. Please listen to what Deborah is saying. She is spot on and she needs other courageous people to back her up and to speak out. Vaxxed, which is this... I, just if you can v-a-x-x-e-d it's one of the main movies now that's being promoted to expose there's so many good ones though i mean there's so many really good documentaries on vaccines now um vaxxed is one of the voices that is exposing the truth behind the vaccines and that the deep state and the elite are using this to decrease the population uh, essentially killing them off and to help dumb and to help dumb down the population vaccines in the educational systems have been quite effective at dumbing down the young people of the country which results in puppets to be used by the new world order wake up everyone please share this video along with deborah's other videos 
Here's another report. Uh, the state with the sickest children have the highest vaccine vaccination rates. In the Daily Beast opinion on December 15th, a devil named Paul Offit, one of the vaccine industry's most strident ambassadors, puzzles over a seeming contradiction. He says, how Offit wonders... Could the state of Mississippi, which has the worst overall health in the nation, have used, have used standout efficiency to achieve over a 99.4% vaccine coverage in kindergartners? So they've got the best vaccine coverage in every, from every other state in, 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 in America. 99.4%. Why is it that they have the worst overall health in the nation? Huh. I wonder if there's any correlation. Rather than seriously investigate the apparent enigma, Offit presents his ready-made answer and reveals his article's true purpose. According to Paul Offit, Mississippi's high vaccination rates are due to the state's 1979 decision to make the government, rather than parents, the primary vaccine decision makers for children. Which is true, if you think about it. The government, big brother, comes in and says, no, you don't have parental rights to refuse vac vaccinations in the state of Mississippi. And we're going to take that away from you, and you're going to like it. What is the fruit of that? Well, they have the worst overall health in the entire nation. It's one of the factors, at least. Reflecting on the Mississippi Supreme Court's 1979 elimination of the state's religious exemption to vaccination often applauds the court's position, stating that, quote, if parents harbor a religious belief that contradicts a basic tenet of modern medicine, oh, oh boy, the state has a right to protect the child from the irresponsible acts of the parents. Well, shouldn't they all be taken out and shot? Isn't that, wouldn't that be much, much better? better shouldn't they be hung in, in in the public square i mean you know how dare these parents when they're just irresponsible acts of the parents so the state has a right to protect the child they're protecting them no they're destroying the child they're changing the child's dna literally they're setting the child up for autism seizures cancer, Asperger's, I mean, you name it. Everything's backwards. Anything that you're going to get from the big pharma medical cartel is typically going to be a total lie. Offit, though a parent himself, tells the readers that the state-determined, quote, duty to vaccinate supersedes other parental rights. Yeah, because I'm going to take a morality lesson and a vaccine lesson from this medical pharma cartel mouthpiece, fork tongue devil puppet? No, I'm not. I'm going to identify you for what you are. You are of your father, the devil, and of his lusts and of his works. You will happily do, Paul Offit. In short, Offit appears to believe the coercion 
is the name of the game. He believes that the, the state-sponsored, mandated, governmental, big brother coercion is the name of the game. Openly admitting that he disapproves of the 47 states that still allow parents in the U.S. to take religious, moral, or personal beliefs into account when making vaccine decisions on behalf of their children. I just probably need to just shut up at this point. Next report, family action alert. Oppose unconstitutional state-forced vaccine tracking of your family. Oppose SB 1680 and HB 1045. And I'm not even going to get into that. If you want to know more about that, you can click on the link. Um, It's just more proactive stuff you can do. And I got this the other day, and this did go out of my last health newsletter. And it's entitled, New Vaccine Law at HHS. And this is from one of my listeners. Good news about vaccines. Since we are both nurses, we heard we are unemployable in hospitals if we don't get up to date on vaccines, especially flu and pneumonia. And this was sent to her, my listener Elaine, and she says, Hi, everyone just found this. And it's from the governmental website, the healthandhumanservices.gov website. It's a link and it says hhs announces new conscience and freedom religious freedom division uh i haven't looked into this a ton but i'm giving you all the links to this and evidently it is very positive then she said i found this and it's a report the bolin report and it says president trump drops nuclear bomb on vaccine mandates and the related hhs press release so that sounds very encouraging i mean there's just so little good news to report on this front typically and i saw this i'm like oh man this sounds pretty good then they the lady says this is showing up on the health and human services website it must be true wow to learn more about the new conscience and religious freedom division visit and it's www and i give you the link www.hhs.gov forward slash conscience so if you want to know more about it there's the link um all right, so almost done here. Okay, so Invive emailed this to me the other day, and basically what I would label this as is this would be like max adult dosage for the flu as Invive Silver advises. So if you ha- all you had was a bottle of the Invive, the 5,000, okay, and you felt this or you had it and you felt it coming on the flu, this weaponized flu, this um could be a adult protocol i would say this is about max dosage because you're going to be doing one tablespoon three times a day for two days split up those dosage and then one tablespoon per day until asymptomatic one tablespoon is three teaspoons it's a lot of silver it's not that you're going to have a toxic whatever that does not happen but it's just it's expensive is what is what it is so one tablespoon and i'm telling you i when when I got this, the second round where it came back, I took a tablespoon of, of the Invive and it started to have an immediate effect. Um, so that would be more adult, like all you've got is Invive and it's bad. That's what I would, I would also recommend. Now, I am also posting here my flu and cold protocol. Which, let's say you had some whole food vitamin C and you had some of the, the whole food D3 um and you have maybe a little bit of calcium or you know your immune system wasn't run down too your adrenals weren't burned out well 
you can take more of a moderated approach where you know you're not spending so much on the silver because it's expensive um and i give you the full protocol here what to do with the vitamin c um what to do with the d3 which is really important for the flu what to do with the calcium calmag um to get your tissue calcium levels up if you suspect it's viral selenium adding that in i give you all that information here in the pdf and it basically involves the 5,000 part per million in vive and either what i've got is the c400 by innate vitamin c or the c complete powder by innate or the bio c plus 1000 by biotics and a good whole food vitamin d3 like the innate response uh, d3 5000 i use or they have a 2000 as well and then I also have a calcium, a CalMag tablet and a CalMag citrate powder. That's going to get your tissue calcium levels up, which has a lot to do with your immune system. And then the innate selenium. So I have all those. If you want to know more about it, either email me. You can email me at drjohnson at the letter I, the letter X, dot netcom, N-E-T as in Tom, C-O-M, dot com. And I give you that link here for my, my new, for my, uh, email now i gave you the alternate earlier i gave you my alternate email address as well and my email address just so you know is at the top of every pdf that i put out okay i give you my website an alternate website and then my my email address okay but you can always use that alternate email address that i gave out earlier if you feel like you're not getting through to me um Okay, and then what I also did is I gave you my protocols for lung infections, how to nebulize the Invive mild silver protein into the lung fields, how, what strength to use, how to dilute it. I gave you the um, protocol for sinus infections. It works incredibly for sinus infections because uh, you're literally, it's like applying the, the, the mild silver protein topically inside the sinus cavities. It tends to work very, very quickly. And then also works amazingly on ear infections. Now, I gave you the hydrogen peroxide thing as well to do. The one thing about hydrogen peroxide freaks some people out because it pops and bubbles and fizzes and it can sting a little bit. The mild silver protein will not do that. It, it, but you only need 500 part per million. You don't need 5,000. So you can dilute it. I give you the thing on how to do that here, how to do it. Um, and with little kids, it's a bigger factor because... With an adult, it's not a big deal typically, but with a little kid, if it starts stinging and it's popping and fizzing, it can freak them out. The silver, the 500 part per million silver, two or three drops in each year, doesn't hurt. You know, I've never had anybody tell me it did. It's just, it's super, super, uh, it doesn't have any stinging effect, which is kind of cool. And then at the last thing I give you here is my presentation I've done on colloidal silver, mild silver protein, its uses and its history. So it's probably about a 35-minute presentation on that on PowerPoint that I did, um, if you want to click on that. So that's all I have for today. We got through We got through with this in three parts. Um, I want to thank everybody that's been uh, praying for, for the ministry. I mean, over the years, the people that have sent donations and prayed for us and done all those things, I just praise the Lord Jesus Christ for you. Um, my eye is doing some better. It's, it's like, kind of like baby steps. But the, the point is, is with glaucoma, once you get this diagnosis, if you believe the medical people, it's like, oh, you're, 
you're going to go downhill. You better get your, you better get our eye drops that are going to give you massive amounts of side effects. And, and, and you better get the needles poked in your eyes. You better get the laser stuff, even though that's not going to correct anything because they tell you it's irreversible. All it's going to do is keep the pressures down. I know how to keep the pressures down. I just wasn't on the right protocol to do it. I didn't know that I was developing glaucoma. And that is the one thing I will say is that early diagnosis would be the key because primary acute open angle glaucoma is known as the silent stealer of sight affects over 4 million people worldwide so like the second cause of blindness in the world and the reason that people don't get it treated is because they have no clue it's coming on and it just sneaks up on you one day and then one day you wake up and it's like you're looking out a fog bank out of your out of one of your eyes or worst case scenario you're blind in one of your eyes and you know you don't get that vision back typically well mine's coming back okay uh and so i'm doing a lot of stuff and there's a lot of people praying for me so i have a lot of advantages a lot of other people don't have but i am living proof that you can start to turn these things around on conditions where they say oh it's irreversible no i'm not going to believe that i'm not even going to i i made it a point when i started researching this I stayed away from all the fear tactic stuff. All the, the testimonies online, oh, I got it. And, you know, if we would have just, you know, whatever, and, and, and we went the medical route. And the guy's blind in one eye, but, you know, he went the medical route. Why? So the only thing they can do is help lower the pressures. And that's only through horribly, horrible means where it has tons of side effects. All you need to lower the pressures in your eyes, you could literally probably just do it with some MSM eye drops methyl msm methyl sulfamide um which i've had and i've stocked for years i just wasn't doing them because i didn't know i i didn't know this was coming on because there's no signs or symptoms with what i get there's rarely now the closed angle glaucoma you get is horrible you get all kind of headaches and you know stuff with that but the open angle you don't even know what's coming on so again i was kind of destroyed for lack of knowledge <laughs> you know i know i always say that but they do have tests ophthalmologists do have tests and I'm, i have no problem them diagnosing this i think it's great it's just that if you go in there and they do that puffer test on your eye with the air thing which is what they test for glaucoma which i do believe is accurate um the thing and I, the problem is is it's what's crazy is i got for the first time in my life i think it's 2011 i got glasses i went in for an eye exam Okay, that's literally the last time I've seen any form of medical doctor. And they didn't do that test. And I would almost guarantee you, I probably had increased eye pressures back then because I, I needed glasses. And vision loss is part of this process. It's just that when it goes, when that optic nerve finally goes, it goes quick and it's like overnight and it's like it, it sneaks up on you really bad. And they never did that air test on my eye. And I wish they would have. I would have loved to have known this back in 2011 because I could have totally prevented it. So I don't know what was going on there. But uh, anyway, um, I, am, I am turning this around now. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a process. It's, it's like baby steps and it's a process. But I am getting better. I'm, I'm, I, am re- I am remarkably better from the first day that I tried to do this. It's just that I'm so used to doing a protocol and implementing clinical nutrition. But see, this is something you're not even supposed to be able to reverse at all. 
So I have to learn to be a little more patient on this. And um, But I am very grateful for your prayers. And, and, and I am turning this around and I'm keeping my eye pressures down. And it can easily be done with clinical nutrition and the MSM eye drops. It's not hard at all. So it's just there's so much fear stuff out there when it comes to stuff like a cancer. Oh, you're you're done for. You got to get chemo and you got to do this. Give them all your money or all, all kind of people being cured of cancer now just from doing turmeric. I've seen all kind of testimonies on people just load up on turmeric, clean their diet up. You know, my I mean I'm I'm such a different person since that six day fast with my energy levels. I feel like my adrenals have to, been totally healed. I wanted like. I was selfish and I wanted like all the energy from this fast to go to my right eye and heal it. My right eye did improve some, but what primarily was he primarily was healed during the six day fast was I believe a ton of detoxification and my adrenals were healed. I mean, it's remarkable, unbelievable how different I feel best fast I've ever done. And um, it wasn't a strict water fast. I was do the only thing I was doing was my the like the nutrients and the thing the the supplementation that was supporting my eyes and stuff. And so it's a different kind of fast. But boy, oh boy, that's effective, man. When you do when you do a fast with like clinical nutrition, whoo! I mean, as long as you get clearance from God to do it, like you know you have a piece about it, and, and it's like okay. Is this okay, God? Can I can I do this? I mean, I, if you want me to do a water fast, that's fine. Which I, the only thing I will say is I think I needed to drink more water. And I, here's another thing. Um, since this fast, I've kept that weight off. In fact, I've, I'm even dropping down a little bit lower. You're, it's more easy to be disciplined because you've already crucified the flesh. In my case, it was almost six days. It's good to do, Jesus Christ said, when you fast, meaning like it should be something we are incorporated into. I just think it's one of the most powerful things you can do from a spiritual thing to supercharging your prayers to detoxing your body. And then I talked about all this stuff today and you can imagine how many toxins accumulate in our bodies because it's almost impossible not to. Uh, it's, just, it's just amazing what, what can um, what can happen. You, your body can do unbelievable things when you're not putting food into it and when you're just doing water um and in my case water and supplementation um i have noticed though if i am um i'm drinking more water and it's something you have to be conscientious of and it's something you have to kind of in a way force yourself to do uh, when i drink more water i it's it's tangible where it will it has an effect on your appetite big time. A lot of times, you could, if you think you're getting hungry, drink a glass of water, and you shouldn't really be hungry. Try drinking a glass of purified water, okay? And see what that does. What it does for me a lot of the times is it not only does it take away my appetite, but it gives me a surge of energy. Now, I think having my adrenals healed really makes that, but I, I've just gotten convicted more lately to drink more water. Because can't really go wrong. I mean, yeah, you can drink too much. I would say, I, I don't think anybody needs to really do more than half your body weight in ounces per day. Okay, half your body weight in ounces per day would be like my 
like where my maybe a goal for me on a day. I'm not saying I hit that every day. I, I I know I don't, but upping your any upping of what you're doing on the water and that granted, don't do that if you're eating a meal and you drink a ton of water. You don't want to dilute the stomach juices. But I'm talking about away from meals. Here's another thing: if you do that, don't do it all before bed because then you're going to be getting up 14 times in the middle of the night. Try try to do it like if you if you have the option, try to do it. Like during the day when you have access to a bathroom and, and, and kind of taper off at night so you're not having to get up all night. Because just because you even, if you stop like an hour before you're going to go to bed, you're still, it takes a while for it to get through the kidneys. So bear that in mind. All right, that's all I have for today. I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. I thank you, Lord, that you've uh, permitted us to come again, Lord, to look at these, these, um, things that are going on in the world. I just pray, God, you guide and direct us on how you want us to prepare, Lord, for these things, how you want us to maybe help educate other people about this, how you want us to pray about these things, Lord, that you give us divine guidance regarding all these matters, not only with ourselves, but with our family. And um, I do pray, God, for divine providence for my listeners and for the body of Christ that you would open the doors no man can shut and shut the doors no man can open, God, that your perfect will would be accomplished in our lives. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.